If you would have asked me when I was five years old if I thought that three days before my 25th birthday I would be standing in a stranger's house with a Glock 7 being shoved into the left side of my temple, I would probably have said no, assuming my five-year-old mind could comprehend such a question. Ask me that same question one decade later, and I would probably have given it 50-50 odds. Ten lousy years, and everything changed. The man with the gun can see I'm thinking a little too intensely at the moment and pushes the compressor a wee bit harder into the side of my old brain cave. Give me the code, he keeps saying to me. Give me the goddamn code. The corpse, lying face down on the floor in front of me, has a small trickle of blood warming its way south from the sizable hole where the back of the man's skull was just minutes before, and into the confluence of the warm and sticky crimson river slowly inching its way towards my feet. And here I am with new shoes on. The man with the gun sees the blood flowing near and takes two steps back, the Glock circling around my head and now being pointed at the base of my spine. He tells me to give him the coat again, but I ignore him. This carpet is ruined, I say to him. A shame, really. This is quality stuff here. Silence from behind me. Recognizing quality carpet is a major plus in my line of work. I ask, do you feel how plush this is? as I dig the tip of my foot into the soft fiber like I'm grinding out a cigarette. This has got to be 7th, 16th padding. The thickest padding you can get for a residential building. Still no response. I'm trying to buy time, but he doesn't seem to care. I say, this carpet is probably a shaw. Probably upwards of $60 a square yard, and that's not even counting the padding. The clock is ticking. I say, it's got Stainmaster on it, too. I tell him you can tell by the way the blood isn't soaking in too much. It's still ruined, though. He doesn't seem to care. Why would anyone buy white carpet, I ask myself. He's still ignoring me. Still asking me for the code. I tell him Stainmaster's slogan is beauty meets brains, and then ask him if he finds that at all ironic. He doesn't say a word, but I hear his leather gloves scrunch as he grips the pistol's hand tighter and slowly begins squeezing the trigger back. Last chance he tells me, and the warmth of his breath wafts past me. He had pasta for lunch. I know this for reasons other than the trace of garlic, flour, and Romano cheese his words leave behind. I take a deep swallow of air and hold it in my lungs. They say your life flashes before your eyes when you die. Maybe not. Maybe so. Either way, my name is Finnick Hollins, and I'd like to tell you how I arrived at this particular situation. Remember that ten-year span I mentioned earlier? Well, a lot of stuff went down in that time period. Stuff I should really be ashamed of, but not. Things that would keep normal people up at night, wrestling with their consciences, but not me. You see, I'm not a very trustworthy man. I never have been. In fact, I'm a criminal. Plain and simple. Cut and dry. I lie, I cheat, I steal, and I swindle. I have conned hundreds of people out of their hard-earned money over the course of my life. I'm proud of my skills, and I feel that not a lot of people can say that. Especially about their job accomplishments. Some, but not most. And that makes me feel even better about myself. My father taught me everything I know. He's currently deceased. In fact, he's about five feet away from me, face down in some eggshell white shaw. I don't think it was his initial plan to teach me how to be a thief... At least I doubt that it was. But, being bred from a master flimflam man like himself, the traits are pretty easy to pass along. In fact, I remember once when I was really young, 
My father and I were doing some grocery shopping, and I pocketed a simple pack of gum, unbeknownst to anyone. When I got home and revealed the stolen merchandise, my father was appalled. He told me you never, ever steal from legitimate establishments such as a supermarket. I'm not sure I totally understood what he meant, but I do remember him adding on a little stinger to my lecture. Son, he told me, sitting me down at the kitchen table, places like this are too risky. You steal from a place like that and you get caught, the odds are pretty good the police will come and you'll have no chance for an escape. Once you're caught, you are theirs forever. Do you understand what Daddy is telling you? Even if they don't catch you red-handed, there is always the chance they'll find out later and find you on their security cameras. Once they have your face or your prints, it's lights out for you. Do you understand? I didn't. I had no idea. 